Hi. Welcome to Observe and Retort. I am Luna Stjerneby. And I am David Henry. And we're back. We are. With some news. Well, are they news now? <laughs> they are. It's, you know, we've been away. We were away for a week. You know, Apologies. But, oh my God, with everything going on, with Corona, and you are a busy man, and like, are being just... Well, we're going to have to, well, I think people don't mind when we do a merged episode, when we merge, as we will do this week. We'll merge week 50 and week 51. Yes, because it just makes sense. But going forward, mm-hmm. now with the big thing we don't talk about... Mm-hmm. We have to talk about it. We have we to not talk have about, to talk about. We have to touch upon it. Just, just a little. Burp. Denmark is locking down. It is Copenhagen may be <laughs> locking down further. Yeah. There may be some challenges in yeah. us for recording moving forward, at least right. from the same room. Yeah, we're going so to we're gonna out. have to do some tests. Hopefully, obviously, we've done a few remote episodes before, but they weren't quite up to the standard we would like. Right, because so, I didn't have a nice microphone. Uh, well, was, there were several yeah. complex processes. But, but we will work it out for you because you yes. deserve some nice sound. I will be taking home one of the microphones and hopefully we can make it work with this. Yes. And then this week, recording. you get the best of two weeks. Yeah. Which, I mean, arguably, that's better yeah yeah it's a higher level it's it's definitely something (laughs) i will say week 50 was filled with just amazing stories so there was a lot to pick from last week week 51 i had almost like a a little breakdown because i was looking and looking and looking for something that would be a good main story and it took so long, yeah. and I just had to settle. And I'm sorry because I don't want to give people something that I've settled for, but for my own sanity, I had to. But that's yeah. why it's perfect that we're merging the weeks, and then that's you can just exactly pick the right. absolute, just the best. Yes, we will be shit talking more because, of course, you deserve it. <laughs> I also I know what Luna's story is this week, as we've said before. <laughs> It's the, the always week 50, the week yeah, fifty. Story, it's always you know. a surprise mm-hmm. what the other host brings, and that's a real joy. The problem is, I saw a story mm-hmm. that was so obviously what you'd bring. <laughs> there was no chance. There yeah, was no chance yeah. that you'd bring anything else. So much so that I had to say to Luna in advance. I mean, when we get there, regular listeners, you can judge for yourself whether I was crazy or not to immediately go. This is the story that Luna is. Yeah, about. yeah. It was nice, like smug David. Just like <laughs> I know what story you're gonna do, and I'm like, bitch, I don't even know what story I'm gonna do. And then I was like, so curious, and I looked on Reddit for about one minute, and I was like, oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> and, yeah. And you said one word, and you, and I was like, yeah, that's the one. That's, it's just. But before we magic. get to that entertainment, yeah, because that's gonna be a live one. It's going to be a little bit of fun. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, what do you have? I have a story that is... This was a big story in the UK. Okay. Whether it's been a big story with the full perspective, I don't know. But okay. This was, in week 50, a pretty significant story mm. in the UK. Mm. 
um, that should probably make waves outside the UK as well. Okay, I'm intrigued. Um, so, the High Court in the UK, mm-hmm. which is almost our top court. We have a Supreme Court as well, but they rule on very, very few things. Mm. Um, that must be nice <laughs> to have that job. So the High Court in the UK has ruled that children under 16 can only consent to puberty blockers, I quote, if they understand the treatment. So this is about trans children. Of course, yeah. Um, I will try to explain a few things. Obviously, ask any questions at any point. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll try to explain a few things as we go. Okay. But the general point is that there was a case brought by uh, a woman who has detransitioned. So she was transitioning to male and has detransitioned. Physically. What is she? So she identifies as female? As female. Okay. For from the age of 16 to some years later, I'm not sure, uh, sometime after 20, between 16 and 23, she decided that she was female and it was a mistake to transition. And so she's brought a court case. Wait, wait, wait. So she biologically... Or I don't even know. So she was assigned female at birth. Okay. And then at 16, decided, I believe I am male. Transitioned to male. Uh-huh. Received medical support to do so. Mm. And at some point between the age of 20 and 23, decided that was a mistake. I will detransition. Okay. I am female. And I should never have gone through these medical procedures. Okay. So she's brought a court case to say that children can't understand what they are signing up for. Okay. And that should not be allowed to happen. Mm. So, and the high court has ruled that children under 16 cannot consent to puberty blockers. And they've decided that for a number of reasons. Puberty blockers, to be as clear as I can, I mean, it's kind of in the name, but all that puberty blockers do is they block puberty. They are not. There are cross-sex hormones, which are for the, it's a very complex wording here, but for the, you know, the gender that you wish to transition to. Or affirm. Or affirm, yeah. So if you were, you know, assigned male at birth, but you feel female, you can get estrogen as a hormone Mm -hmm. to become more female. Uh, Yeah. Also... I'm just going to already apologize for the wording here. Uh, it's not going to be, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, we're going to do our best. And um, <laughs> because the what you feel like is who you are. And uh, biology is, of course, biology, but also it's a social construct in many ways because we give words to these things. And a lot of that is based in... Uh, white supremacy and racism and sexism and all these things. So I just want to say we're very much trying to talk about this in a in a good and accurate way, and we don't want to make it sound like that that you're not who you are. You know, <laughs> well, <laughs> you'll see in the full picture anyway. That's okay. Not, 
Anyway. I just want, yeah, disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you go on. So the, uh, the high court ruled that puberty blockers that mm. block puberty, they do not do anything else. They block puberty. Okay. Uh, cannot be consented to unless it's, re- or it's very difficult for under 16s to consent. Okay. So in practice, what that means is if you're under 16, you would require a court order. You'd have to go to court to be able to get puberty blockers. Um, <laughs> the... <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> <laughs> you okay? It's just confusing to you. Yes. No, it's not confusing. What is, what's happening? Why are we weaving white supremacy? And that's my question. <laughs> Why was white supremacy weaved into the disclaimer? Oh, because oh, oh, that. Let's not be, even that open can the box. I'm going to continue uh, okay. without the opening. This I'll send you some box. links. <laughs> let's just not even. Let's just <laughs> stay on one topic at mm-hmm. a time. Um, so. From Kira Bell, who is the the woman who brought the case, from her perspective, she says uh, that growing up, Kira Bell felt confused and distressed by her body. At 16, she became one of thousands of girls, some as young as 10 or 11, referred to the Tavistock and Portman Trust. Tavistock is the clinic that runs the gender identity dysphoria service. Yeah. after three one-hour appointments, she was prescribed puberty blockers before she was put on testosterone. Um, when I was 20, I had a double mastectomy, she said. She believed the treatment would help her achieve happiness. Miss Bell, who began detransitioning last year, said it was heartbreaking to realise I'd gone down the wrong path. Mm. The court has said that the treatment of puberty blockers... They said the vast the evidence shows that the vast majority of children who take puberty blockers move on to take cross-sex hormones. The court added that both treatments were two stages of one clinical pathway, and once on that pathway, it is extremely rare for a child to get off it. Okay. So the argument here is that the under-16s are not signing up for puberty blockers. They're signing up for a full process of treatment. And that is one that you cannot possibly consent to when you're under 16. So when they say you're going to get blockers, you're going to get a full treatment? That's the argument that the court is saying. Okay. Is that so the vast majority yeah. of people who go on to puberty blockers yeah. then go on to have surgery and have cross-sex hormones and have a full range of treatment. So therefore, you must treat giving puberty blockers mm. as if you're giving the full treatment. Mm, okay. And so as a consequence, as I said, it's now, unless a court rules that it's in the child's best interest to have puberty blockers, the NHS, the National Health Service in the UK, or in England at least, will not prescribe puberty blockers without that court order. Now, okay, I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> I'm not a psychologist, what? and I'm not trans. But precisely, zero fucking things about this ruling make any sense to me mm. for Talk a start that. Yeah. <laughs> let's get there's it. several different points that i want to cover here can i yes i have a question yes so do you have any data on how many of the 
of the young people doing these uh, transitionings, how many want to reverse? Because that must be a tiny number. It is a tiny number. And that is the exact first point that I want to make. Okay. It says <laughs> that the evidence shows that the vast majority of children who take puberty blockers move on to take cross-sex hormones. Of course they fucking do. Uh -huh. Because the vast majority of children who take puberty blockers are trans. Yeah. The fact that there's a very small number of people, a very, very small number of people who detransition. Mm -hmm. Yes, giving more support. Yes, having plenty of conversations. But you'll know in what Kira says, she doesn't, she says she was given puberty blockers after three appointments. She does not mention how many appointments there were between the puberty blockers and receiving cross-sex hormones. Oh. Puberty blockers are completely reversible. Mm -hmm. So the idea that, okay. uh, oh, you should, it's just crazy to lump all this together when yes, of course, the vast majority of kids who got, that's an argument for giving puberty blockers, not yeah. for stopping puberty blockers. Yeah. That is fucking crazy to say, <laughs> this is successful and works out for the vast majority of people Yeah. And has minimal to no impacts on the ones that it doesn't, assuming that they don't go through the full process. The full process, which again, she started going on puberty blockers when she was 16. That's after the point when they say some as young as 10 or 11, of course as young as 10 or 11, because if you're trans and puberty hits, mm -hmm. that's an incredibly painful experience. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Puberty hits... At 11 or 12. Yeah. Or in that range. It can vary, It can obviously. vary. <laughs> yeah. I'm still so waiting. So the concept, <laughs> it just, that, that, that's my first point of just, it doesn't make sense. Puberty blockers obviously should come before puberty. Mm -hmm. If necessary, they can come mid-puberty, but the ideal scenario there yeah. is to have them come before puberty. Mm -hmm. So to suggest, oh, we can just wait until yeah, they're after 16, very silly. doesn't make any sense. To suggest no. that because the vast majority of people this was the right treatment for, yeah. you're then saying, oh, well, that's that's dangerous. That is just... Unnecessary. Hilarious nonsense. <laughs> it's, it what is the court saying? That's what the courts... They said that because it's such a high likelihood that you go on to have cross-sex hormones or surgery later on, but that is just absolutely yeah. crazy yeah i see okay yeah that's this is saying that if you have a, a biopsy for cancer mm -hmm. right and the biopsy and the biopsy finds cancer so therefore a significant number of people go on to have chemotherapy <laughs> yeah. but some of those people shouldn't have had chemotherapy let's stop doing biopsies yeah let's stop taking the step that that delays, mm -hmm. that helps, that is reversible. Yeah. Let's stop taking the small step mm -hmm. so that we can prevent people taking the next step later on. It does not, fundamentally doesn't make sense. No, that is very weird <laughs> to But, and go to that length for, yeah. Yes, a lot of people who walk into car dealerships walk out with a car. That doesn't mean ban car dealerships because some people didn't like the car. The fuck is wrong with you? Oh my god! <laughs> Just, um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I'm a bit angry about this one. Yes, uh, I don't appreciate know if you that. can tell. <laughs> But um, it is infuriating. 
So what is, but is that the ruling? I don't understand. That's the rule. So now, now kids in the UK, oh, no. right? Trans kids in the UK will have to find a court ruling. Trans kids in the UK will have to go through so much more oh, no. to get the help they need. And that sucks. There's, I have a much more anger to, to shit out. Yeah. So <laughs> give it to us. Medical ethics are based on the idea of net harm. They're based of on the idea of net harm. Net harm. harm. Okay. Like what's going to cause the most harm? What's sure. going to cause the least harm? Right. We should take the steps that are the least, the least harmful path. Makes sense. That's the correct step to take. Mm-hmm. This is acting as if puberty blockers aren't lifesavers. Like yeah. they absolutely are. They are. And the idea that someone later on, someone who in this ruling would have been able to get it anyway, because she was 16 when she started. Yeah. The idea that because she later regrets it, the hundreds of trans kids who need these puberty blockers, right? They should, what that does is it treats puberty blockers as if they're this crazy experimental treatment. Yeah, that's bullshit. And they're, where that doesn't happen, Mm. if a four-year-old girl starts her period, we don't say, which happens, you know, sometimes... Things happen. Six-year-olds start their period. That happens. But what we don't say when we give that six-year-old puberty blockers, so we delay it until the time it's supposed to happen. Yeah. We don't say this is a crazy experimental treatment to use on a child. Yeah. What we say is, this will reduce harm Mm -hmm. because no six-year-old should be going through puberty yet. Yeah. So we're reducing harm. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening is the hundreds of trans kids that need this fucking life-saving treatment, mm. which it absolutely is, because the process, just imagine if you are not trans, which as I say, I'm not, the concept of developing as you do, puberty is a scary enough thing anyway. Oh my God. Right? Yeah. Your voice dropping, your fucking balls dropping, all right, your tits growing, getting your period, yeah. all of those things. Yeah are terrifying enough if you have gender dysphoria and your picture of yourself your entire concept of yourself Mm. is fundamentally different to the adult body that is developing yeah that is a horrific experience if you are not trans imagine for a moment going through the opposite gender yeah becoming what you're not (laughs) yes yeah Imagine going from, it's just so obvious yeah. how mentally devastating that would be. Yeah. And then to, to make this judgment is, is saying that all of that harm, this is some kind of experimental treatment and all of that harm is, is normal. It's fine yeah. for trans kids to suffer that harm because later on, People met one of them. This one person, yeah. Or a very small number. And I'm not minimizing that 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 struggle. No, sure. If you've detransitioned, I imagine that that is... That's valid. That's valid. That's also a problem. But the idea that you don't say... You don't fuck everybody over while you do it. That's the thing. You don't... Puberty blockers are not the same thing as as surgery they are not the same thing as cross-sex hormones Mm. it's not fucking comparable so to block puberty blockers because later on you may make a mistake 
You may make a mistake, but as they themselves recognize, because the vast majority of people go through, the vast majority of people do not detransition. So actually what you're saying is later on, a very, very small number of people may make a mistake that logically follows from taking the correct course of action right now to save kids' lives, because it literally will. Yeah, the rate of trans suicide is so crazy high, and it's not because that's an they epidemic hate being in itself. Trans, yeah, it's because they're treated like shit. That's trans the thing. people. Yeah, being not affirmed, treated like shit, is the reason that trans suicide. And this is a ruling from the high court that's literally doing that because I don't. They think this is some kind of experimental treatment when they would never ever treat it that way. Yeah. That's fucking devastating. With a cisgender person. With a cisgender six-year-old who had puberty, you would never be like, Mm-mm. this is a crazy experimental treatment. You'd be like, this is what they need yeah, right now. Yeah, it's the stigma. Yeah. It's the so it's just prejudice. taking trans people dressed up in fucking concern for for a small, an incredibly small subset of trans people yeah. who detransition. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. How did I not hear about this? Thank you for bringing this because yeah. I had not heard <laughs> and I am now infuriated. And... Um, <laughs> I bet everybody listening is too. So that's yes. great. What the fuck? So that's there are terrible. several. There's another case right now brought by a young trans, I think they're 14, uh, that the NHS has delayed their treatment too much. And look, I'm also, there is absolutely nothing wrong with having a significant amount of, of, therapy of uh of process mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with with having process and going the it, absolute gender dysphoria without being trans like having uh it is absolutely possible oh yeah it's not denying that that's that's possible mm-hmm but harming all of these other people, yeah. that it's not the case for this. so, so many. Yeah. When realistically what you're asking, like the solution to to Kira Bell's problem is is not in this ruling. Yeah. This doesn't help. No. At all nope. with her problem. She had a double mastectomy at 20. She consented to that, yeah. to that at 20 years old. Mm-hmm. So the idea that the kids that desperately need it before they hit puberty, yeah. it, uh, it's just, it's nonsense. It is. It's fucking nonsense. It is um, bullshit. Also, what is this need to like, I had this one individual personal experience and now I have to decide whatever happens like to all these other people that obviously... Conceptually, obvious- it's fu- as a concept. If, if Kiribati wants to say that there should be... Uh, do I think that the Tavistock Clinic uh, probably has everything done perfectly? No, sure mm-hmm. I don't. Would I love to introduce a lot more support for trans kids on their yeah. journey, whichever, whether they, you know... And funds, like yeah. all of this shit, yeah. Would that be great? And would we maybe, if we give them full support, establish that some, some number of those kids are not trans? And are experiencing gender dysphoria without being trans. Is that possible? Absolutely. But it this also ruling that, doesn't yeah. fucking fix any of it. That's very true. It just harms. But, but it also brings out the fact that we're so illiterate in this. 
yeah. that the vocabulary and the understanding of what this actually means it's not like something all people just walk around have like you have to but it's put also, yourself I mean, into it you have to actually try and understand what's going on and yeah and we don't need like i obviously give a lot of a shit <laughs> and my vocabulary is still not perfect and in the uh There are debates around vocabulary. There, it's not settled. A lot of the no, no, the of vocabulary in these. Um, I'm not saying you need to be perfect. No, no, and, but that's exactly my things. point. It's just to say. It's just like to to uh, to try and understand what trans people are experiencing because right now there's just a lot of and not ignorance. Go for the easy option because it's so easy. It's so like stupidly. It, it's of. I mean, to me, it's obviously stupid. Yeah. But to the the explanation that's basically required here of of like activist doctors encouraging kids who don't really understand what they're doing mm-hmm. is just such obvious trash. Like it's just so easy <laughs> to to yeah. realize if you spend a bit more time thinking about it. And that's also what like there are a lot of biases and people have a lot of biases about trans people that they maybe don't. If I think about, uh, okay, so here's something that's much messier, right? And I don't want to get into on a deep basis because it is much messier. And I honestly, it's a, but when people talk about trans people in sport. Yeah. Oh, that is messy. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, they're absolutely, once you've been through puberty, there is a, a like, there are physiological differences that is a messy debate and we need to, you know, work out answers. But using that as a as a stick, yeah. which it regularly is used as, mm-hmm. and using it to create this concept of trans people are so sneaky and they're not really trans and they're just doing it to win medals or something all of this nonsense yeah that's built up around it so much of the debate there when you consider how few trans athletes there actually are and how much of a big issue it's created and in also there's so like there is not one kind of female body one kind of male body there are so many different the, ways your body can be that has nothing to do with but, sex or something like but the issue is blown up yeah. into something that I think fundamentally is about transphobia and about uncertainty and about fear. hundred percent. Yeah. And when you start to think, and there's, there's messy issues like that, like, you know, if we're going to continue having male and female categories in sports, mm-hmm. how are we defining male and female? Because also, cause there's so much in between. Exactly. Yeah. So how the fuck are we going to do this going forward? Yeah. Just the Whatever. way we talk about male, female, it's not really helping a lot of people. <laughs> like, But that valid debate is so often lost mm. and so often given to people who don't have a personal reason to be interested. Yes. In, in a way. Bad. Yeah that makes their inherent transphobia just go, yeah, this is weird. Yeah, this is, well, that obviously sounds bad. Yeah. Also, who the fuck are you? Oh, <laughs> they're giving experimental drugs to children. 
Well, no, they're not. And if you hear it a different way, that's why I brought up the example of if a you know little kid ha- hits puberty way earlier, if you think about this in just a slightly different way, yeah. it pierces through the transphobia that a lot of people... And that's, you know what? If transphobia is just based on lack of understanding and, you know, there's not that many trans people around, so maybe you've never met one. But there's a lot that's passed. So, so how stress. have you... Maybe you've just never realised that you've met a trans person, but you actually yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. So the initial fear mm-hmm. is not really the problem no the willingness to jump on bullshit yes because this it aligns kind of bullshit, with the, initial the fact that fear, they ate that shit and they're like that seems great and valid that is unbelievable because they're supposed to be smart people and you're right it is absolutely garbage this argument so it does it's it's incoherent maybe you should itself. be a lawyer <laughs> you know? it's incoherent within itself which is the pro like there's you can disagree with plenty of rulings and that's fine right there's tons of positions and things and whatever that you can disagree with mm. but if they're not internally consistent if they don't make sense even within their own logic mm-hmm. then that's not a disagreement that's a problem oh yeah that's like you're sense. allowed to yeah. disagree with me yeah <laughs> and if I'm allowed to disagree with you, but if my logic harms you. is fundamentally incoherent, mm. if I say... It harms <laughs> a bunch of people. Yeah, sure. But that's... that's Lots of things harm people. Every sure. every direction would, would harm people, right? Of every decision, it's going to harm someone. But it is inherently way. illogical is what you're saying. Yes, yes. I'm saying if we think about... Okay, we're going to go with a big example that's really common. Think okay. about that gets talked about all the time. Benefit cheats. I'm sorry, what? Benefit cheats. Welfare frauds. Uh, okay. People who take money from the state that they shouldn't be getting for whatever reason, they're cheating on on disability. They are... Uh, this is a non-problem. Let me explain the full <laughs> concept of what I'm saying yeah. and then we'll get there, okay, okay, to explain my point. There are some people who defraud welfare who take money that they're not supposed to get that is banks (laughs) the word is banks stay within my argument oh oh, we're still talking about individual people okay yeah yeah that is a a reality there will always be some amount of people Mm, right who aim to defraud where you draw the line on catching those people Mm -hmm. is never going to be perfect which means we're either going to, in reality, it's both, but if we say theoretically, we're either going to give money to people who don't deserve it, mm-hmm. or we're going to keep money away from people who do deserve it. Yeah. Now, where you fall on that line... Me, personally? No. <laughs> Let's no matter it. where you fall on that line, harm will be caused. Mm-hmm. It may be different types of harm, but harm will be caused no matter where you go on that line. Because if you go so far that you're giving everyone everything, then theoretically you go bankrupt and then no one gets anything. Yeah. If you go so strict, then there's going to be a lot of starving children. Yeah. Now where you go on that line is a disagreement and that's totally okay. And we can have that and we can all speak like adults about saying my personal feeling is that we need to ensure that we're not supporting frauds Mm -hmm. and we'll we'll accept 
that unfortunately some good people will fall through the net and will lose them that way. Or you go to the other extreme and yeah. we're going to give everything. Now, I don't care where you, f- I do care as a personal basis, but the point being, yeah. that's a disagreement. Yeah. The argument that's often had is not a disagreement. Mm. It's incoherent within itself mm. of, <laughs> we're not discussing the line. We're not talking about the, you know. The line is a dot to you, is what you're saying. <laughs> Sorry. We're not talking <laughs> about the reality of we're going to allow some starving, starving children so that we don't, or we're going to allow yeah. some fraud. Like, that's that's not the discussion. The discussion is, hey, we've got a picture of this one fraud, and we're going to make it seem like they are everything, and we're going to ignore the... Because it's good for their agenda. Yeah, of course. So that's what we're going to focus on. And it's... it's uh, yes. Yes. Or the, you know, lefty position of uh, that fraud is, is non-existent. I wouldn't say that that's right? a leftist position. I don't, I don't think that's the thing. That I think it gets, because yeah, now I'm saying I think like I am the left. You no, are, no. you are. <laughs> I wish. Um, no, I'm just saying that what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I think it is, gets a lot of attention more than it probably needs and deserves because completely. a lot of people are trying to deflect from actual, like, powerful people fucking us over. So let's sure. point to the poor people and say, oh, no, don't be like this person and sure. boo and all that. But if we went for a, you know, a no control system, that the system would soon collapse is my point. Of course, it has to be some yeah. sort of organized, like. But when people say uh, abolish ice, yeah. If you have no border control at all, but then probably something then else. There's a should- different scenario. If you're going for a you know one socialist world where we're all together, then then yes. Yeah. But if, yeah. You, if you're going for still having countries, then abolish ice doesn't quite add up. Well, do we really need countries? <laughs> but this is my point, because whether I agree or I can still agree, yeah. but there's there needs to be internal consistency across for it to be an agreement or disagreement mm. rather than it for be, this is wrong. I just think that in that case, like I hear what you're saying, but I think you can replace flawed or toxic systems with something that is not that something that actually is beneficial i guess and i am not sure, somebody who a... is the one planning and creating these things i just have opinions you know <laughs> that's what i do um it's not my job to do those things but i cannot i cannot be okay with the fact that oh ice is a thing that that's just the way it is and we're supposed to be okay with it i agree that yeah we can have like systems and structures but what isis found like the foundation when you of ice? say so what? i just want to clarify when we say ice yeah we're talking about the american border police yeah <laughs> because it's sounding like isis and what you're saying is i can comprehend that isis is a thing that's like did exists it and, like it's, and it's okay did it, it sounded like a bit that? like you said isis oh okay. yeah and i realized that i never said i never clarified when i said abolish ice that's just like a random phrase that i plucked out of the lefty world uh-huh. um 
Where do you? I say where it like I'm feel not. One. You stand. I'm absolutely a lefty. I'm just. You are. In a way. <laughs> no, I'm completely am. Mm. But I'm. I just, I'm pointing. But you flirt out. more with the middle than I do. I, I am not sure that's the case. No, I, I mean, think it depends no. on. Okay, so. Well, okay. yeah. Okay. I also this is not a, a like a game show. Who is more on the left? Like obviously, but, but firstly, one scale is nonsense. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know, you can be economically left or right wing. You can be on an authoritarian libertarian kind of you know liberty basis left right wing. You can be in a uh, this and that's just an absolute basic start yeah, of the many many different ways that you can be right or left. Mm-hmm. There's, I am broadly very much of the left. Mm-hmm. I'm also, uh, and I really do not appreciate the concept of centrism, particularly after having been in the US. Oh, uh, yeah. Because a lot of them would refer all the time to centrism and being moderate. But what they meant was, now that our Overton window has moved so far to the right, now that what is normal to us has moved so far to the right and you know positions that FDR and JFK held that Eisenhower held <laughs> decades ago are now seen as radical far left ideas yeah when they talk about the middle i go that's not the middle. That's the far right. Yeah. It's the baby far <laughs> it's right. It's true. It's fucking horrible. It's true. So the very concept of the middle doesn't add up to me. Yeah. Cons- like it's it's just, where is it? Mm. Where on earth do we find the middle in a, do we go on a global basis? Do we go on a country also, basis? the middle. What is a- the middle? Ooh, yeah. no, maybe, no, no, maybe. Ugh. Make some choices. Nye Bevan, who founded the NHS... Who now? The founder of the National Health Service What's his in name? the UK, Nye Bevan. 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 Welsh. A- I'm probably saying his name wrong. I like <laughs> on this podcast we like to say everyone's name wrong. Well, he <laughs> used to say, do, yeah. you know, if you're in the middle of the road, you get run down. So ah! that's my general position on the middle. <laughs> Am I not necessarily so fully part of? the left consciousness <laughs> that you may inhabit no, not necessarily I, I think it's also just about what we spend our time on because you uh, like yeah you're on the left obviously we're just talking about trans people uh <laughs> i also do okay so this is a bit more this is going to make me really sound like a moderate but just let's all just everyone stay calm. Woo. Okay. Clutching my pearls. I occasionally, I mean, I'm kind of referring to this in this whole, we can disagree, but let's disagree on real terms. I get really annoyed no matter who is speaking. <laughs> That's the end of the sentence. Yeah. Thank you for listening this to the podcast. We are, oh, no. Next I, week. We're gonna- <laughs> I get really annoyed with, incoherence and that's not to me i mean sometimes i'm incoherent and i would love you know i love when people point it out and then i can get better i base their life on it a whole this is where i'm going to sound very much like a moderate i do have a bit of a civil servant's attitude of believing that 
governance done well is better than governance done to any ideology. The, the basic concepts of conservatism, the basic idea of, well, if you work hard, then you, you know, the, the merit, meritocratic idea that is at the heart of concert, conservatism mm-hmm. and the heart of right-wing thoughts mm-hmm. is not one that I disagree with. I conceptually believe that it can work. I believe that it hasn't worked ever. (laughs) So why do you believe that it can work? Because if if we were starting from, like, if we were starting in the fair world... That oh, they like we're would like all to be- have the that- same amount of privilege and exactly. in the same the- place okay. that people believed we were living in. Then but the that's concepts not the real underla- world. So how can it? No, but that's exactly the point: is that the the concepts aren't necessarily bad, but the government. I mean, if we want to take this argument the other way, sure. This is exactly the if you're pointing out, but they're not working. Yeah. It's exactly what everyone who doesn't like socialism says. Is, <laughs> yeah, sure, the concepts are great, but give me an example of where they actually worked. And I'm sure in that situation, you are capable of going, <laughs> firstly, <laughs> they have worked yeah. in a bunch of examples. Secondly, that's not a fair comparison because you're not being, uh, you're not accurately assessing what we have right now yeah. with the same critical lens. Mm-hmm. So, point being... We have to wrap this one up. <laughs> this has gone off. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm sorry. No, what is your yes. point? Uh, that we have to wrap it up. That's the point. No, no. the point is that conceptually, mm-hmm. I'm not... Uh, if we think of ideology as building like a prisoner's dilemma, they're building like some kind of game theory game mm-hmm. where we're going to put actors into this box and they're going to... Re- then they're going to act based on what the rules are. Yeah. Then in that box, I think plenty of right-wing ideologies can work. And in that box, I think plenty of left-wing ideologies can work. But is this box a different universe? Like a different world? This is conceptually. This is like when you say... when. But why even not, talk about it when it's not the because world? Because that's where all of our ideas have... Okay, not all of any. Well, wouldn't it be fun if we this was not like the real world and we had totally different conditions and context and everything. And then this would, because that's exactly how theories of that's Marx does the same thing. He simplifies and he works out and then we've got all of our wonderful socialism. So yes, the theories, the ideology, the basic philosophies, the political philosophies at the heart make a shit ton of assumptions. Mm -hmm. And we then, you know, the Labour Party, it was founded as a socialist party. It was founded on the basis of this box Uh that was academically produced. And we as a society are working out, oh, what actually works? Yeah, yeah. And that is true of all political theories. But also because there's a bunch of people who are in power that are actually the ones deciding then what to do, you know? Sure. Like, that's will always be the thing that there are... Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's always the case. That we don't, we can't escape that. No. The point being that... Well, I mean, if this is a perfect world, maybe we can escape that. Yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> if in a different... Okay, okay, David. This has gone on to a 
wild mess. Point is, I love the fact we were like, I don't know if we have enough. <laughs> you just spent forty minutes on the first story. I am loving it. Should we move on? Is Please there do. anything you would, would like to I say? I would here? like to say twenty minutes less. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's life. But yeah. now you have spoken, yes. and uh, it was good. Thank you for that. <laughs> you with that nice British accent and everything. You know, it is very pleasant to hear you talk. <laughs> okay. My main story, the one that you guessed before I picked it, yes, is of course, and let me butcher this name, <laughs> Yusuf Shaya, the yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> that is exactly like the YouTube video we listened to before this show. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. So, Thank you. That means I wrote it wrong, down S H A dash yeah <laughs> because that's yeah. what it sounded like to me. So if Shia, it's, wrong, it's not your fault. Yosef Shia, it's YouTube's fault. So, blame YouTube, tell. guys. Yeah. Anywho, this dude, hungry MEP, quits after allegedly fleeing gay orgy, and I do believe everybody must have heard about this by I'm, now. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, if you have not, and maybe you have just heard, and you're like, "Whoa, that's nuts," but you don't really know the details, I'm gonna give it to you. Okay. Yeah. So. This guy, he's a member of the European Parliament. That is where the MEP comes from. And I know that because I Googled it. Because I don't know from the beginning. All these abbreviations, like, I have to Google everything because I need to be sure. Because I don't want to like assume a, a fun anything. Quiz. Just say the abbreviations and I'll see if I can, like, each time, say it without explaining <laughs> it. And I'll see if I know what it is. You'd just be nodding like, yes, and something I made up. But um, well, that's, we can, te- you know, usually, if you wouldn't just test it. I could just say, yeah, I knew it. I could just come in with all of this fucking straight confidence and just be like, yes. The male I enterprise am such a wisdomous party. man. wisdomous <laughs> man. Uh, you are. MEP I did know, but I did study politics for fucking a long time yeah. at university. Yeah. So you should probably. You probably know. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But I'm just saying it because... I mean, I know some things, but there are a lot of shit I don't know. Exactly. So I'm going to explain anything. Also, we have a lot of British because... listeners, and soon they won't have any members of the European Parliament. So maybe they need that extra explanation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all going to just vanish from their minds. They'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes, this dude from the European Parliament, from Hungary's ruling party, he's a founding member of the authority authoritarian ultra conservative fidesz fidesz movement which is very much hostile obviously to lgbtq rights and uh yeah he has now quit after he was caught attending a gay sex orgy in brussels and oh honey when i yeah when i saw this story it was like obviously obviously this is what you're talking about this is what i'm gonna talk about on the podcast it's just such a such a great story I also, I mean, I was—I want to hear the full. Obviously, I've seen it, but I want to hear the full blow by blow. Yeah. Account, but okay. I also saw. Yeah. A few days after sending you it, a an adjacent story, 
So I'll follow up with something. Okay, okay. I'm you ex- save that, put yeah. it in a little pocket, exactly. and you save it for later. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this guy, Yosef Shaya, yeah. was stopped by police um, after there had been reports of a house party violating corona rules, mm. uh, the lockdown rules, yeah. And he, so this man was stopped by police outside. He was, uh, there was ecstasy on him in his back as he was trying to flee the, this party reportedly shinning down a drain pipe with blood on his hands. So it's like, did he cut himself also? Like, what a mess. So he claims... I can he, actually say, yeah? from personal experience, oh. of shinning down a drain pipe, that you'd be surprised by how many sharp bits there are on oh. the outside of a house oh. that you would never really notice from the site. Did but you get suddenly, hurt? I did. Get, I've got a scar up me from. Oh no! A, uh, scraped from shimmying down a drain pipe. I should have so. given you a trigger warning. Yeah, <laughs> should have. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, he was found with ecstasy, but he claims that he did not do drugs. Mm, of course, uh, and he and he says that he was. He told the police that he would totally do a drug test and everything, uh, but they didn't give him one. Also, sorry, but that's actually worse. I'm just going to put it out there. If you have a bunch of ecstasy yeah. and you're running away from an orgy and you haven't done any drugs, <laughs> what that means is you were using drugs to get people to fuck you. So if you were not, if you were part of, if you were just having some drugs. I didn't even drugs, think of that. That's so much worse. If someone turns up with some fucking meth or crack and they're like, no, no, I don't partake. I was just, I just using it to crack. get. Then they sound like victims, not sexual partners. So you need to fucking have a talk with yourself <laughs> or with the police. I don't know. It's like that's worse. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely worse. But also, we don't know if he's lying because they didn't test him. That's true. So, but I mean, but I'm taking him at face value because he seems like he's a, such a, a trustworthy, trustworthy guy. <laughs> He, just, he doesn't seem like someone who would lie. No, he, when I trust him with his my homophobic life. party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just a stand-up guy, really. Uh, so on Friday, he had pleaded parliamentary immunity. Yeah, but now he's under investigation for both non-compliance with measures relating to the COVID nineteen pandemic and also violation of drug laws. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to think. I, I really, I'm not going to remember, but. I don't think parliamentary immunity at the European Parliament level covers that many no, things. But that's the thing. So the Europe, European Parliament said that the immunity rule that is, extends to the MEP's uh, official duties, yeah, it's not about their private life. It's about the, <laughs> that kind of like, yeah. They can't be prosecuted for something they're doing as a politician so that you can't. That makes yeah, sense. They can't that's really the be like, you shouldn't law. put this up your butt. You can't. Yeah. That's <laughs> they don't they don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so what happened? We're gonna take this play by play, 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 blah blah blah, <laughs> blah blah blah. Around nine p.m., police were alerted by the neighbors who complained about noise, and uh, it was an apartment located on Rue de Pierre. Blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. Belgian capital. Meh. So the police found inside around 20 people. Everybody was fined with 250 euros for breaking the uh, 
lockdown rules. Yeah. And so most of those present were men. Some of them were naked when police burst in. Oh, it must have been so much fun. <laughs> Does it sound fun, this David? It's the dream. <laughs> it's Drugs and nice. naked men and party. <laughs> Having a good God. old time. The man throwing the party was 29-year-old med student David Mans- Haley. Mans- Mansley. Miles. May also see us. Who said... I didn't know he was an MEP at my parties. I'm my friends, and they bring other friends. And he also said, I love this guy, by the way. He said, we talk, we have a drink, just like at the cafe. The only difference is that in the meantime, we're having sex with each other. I'll see what's wrong with that. We're all adults. Everything is by mutual consent. And I fully agree. I'm like, yeah, that sounds fine. I mean, don't, don't uh, violate res- it. That, yeah, that's, that's a different thing. Don't do that. Don't yeah. be an asshole. I did see. But live your life. God damn it. You mentioned on the podcast before the sex club that is just around the corner from the apartment. You like to plug that place. Do you I want, do. I wanna, really like to. They should sponsor us. I keep saying it. We oh do my all God. The, we do all the advertising. We're probably going to lose the sponsorship when I say this next thing. But I did notice two people walking out there of that while everything oh. is closed. And I don't. I maybe they were maybe the owners is like, maybe we're going to lock this down. They look like us. Like, what does fuckers. what what do owners look like, David? Uh, owners smell less of sex. <laughs> <laughs> that is so <laughs> mean. Maybe they have sex all the time. You don't know that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> anyway, as everywhere has now closed, yeah. like bars and everything, mm-hmm. I was then like, hmm, I feel like this sex club should probably also be closed. If so, it isn't, that's fucking wild. Who are these wild. two lovers? Did you go up and be like, what are you doing? How did you, do you want I to comment? I no. saw guilt in their eyes, so I just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I hope they were being safe. <laughs> in all ways. Okay, so. Uh, the current rules in Belgium limit close contacts to just one person. But this uh, Mans Haley guy insisted that everyone was very, very careful. Oh, <laughs> and that the only rule for the party was that everyone had to have previously contracted the coronavirus. And I'm like, what? I mean, Wait. Belgium huh. did have a real tough time very early on. So they were like, just get it. It's probably fine if you've gotten it. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's what Sweden tried to do. And that yeah, didn't really... that turned out well for them. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I was very confused reading this. Yeah. Like, oh, so that's the that's the premise. And you're a med student? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Go, 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 go. Seems uh, seems like a great idea. Yeah. Um. So, Shaya made no reference to the MEP. He made no reference to sexual activity. He's like, oh my god, you guys, I am so sorry. I broke the lockdown mm. rules. That is horrible of me. He has not said a thing about being at an orgy, being a very conservative, yeah. anti-LGBTQ person. Yeah. That is just, you know, yeah, that's uh, that's totally fine. Um, so far right allies of, uh, wait. I'm sorry. I I'm have, I have the name. Yeah, but it's not him. Mr. Orban. Is that the that's the prime minister? No, president. Of president. Hungary? Okay, I don't know what they call it. I want to say president. I'm, I think probably. He's the yeah. I don't. Uh, 
You know, we, we're gonna we're gonna check. Okay. Ooh, fact checking live. Live oh, fact checking. Oh, David's gonna fact check. Ooh, what's he finding? We Prime Minister. Oh, ooh, I was Prime right. Prime Minister. Nice job. Thank you. I you guess very well. Yes. Uh, uh, he's president of Fidesz, the party. Oh my god, we're both Prime right. Minister of Hungary. Oh, and he is conservative as fuck. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> so his allies have been like uh, trying to explain the scandal by saying that Shia was set up by the German secret service in order to thwart the Hungarian-Polish war of independence in Brussels. Yes, girl. I just want to remember for just this moment being set up by (laughs) the enemy. We're just going to remember that when I'm telling my weekly what the fuck in a moment. Oh. Oh. Okay, we're just going to hold on to that thought. Okay. Okay, I'm going to put a pin in it. (laughs) The enemy set us up and that's why we look gay. (laughs) (laughs) I love that theme. (laughs) Should that just be our podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, but... I, there was like different politicians, also from different. There was like Polish politics, like yeah. all these fucking homophobic dickheads, yeah. being like, "No, fuck you! We're gonna take away all your rights, and also you should go away." But also, now I want to really fuck a guy. Yes, I deserve it. I've had a rough day. I am different. This is fine. I want it. You can't and have it though, because that's wrong and on very that bad. Note, okay. Oh wait, are you, are you at the end? Are you, are you done? All right. Oh no. Oh. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. On oh, that note. Uh, oh. I want to tell you. Yeah. About Lithuania's Petrus Grazulis. Probably butchered that name. Didn't that's, listen to oh, that it's on a YouTube. Name. <laughs> okay. uh, so he's a Lithuanian politician. Uh-huh. He has likened LGBTQ people. To necrophiliacs. He he links it to... Okay, that's a choice. Apparently, loving the consenting adult that you love is the same as fucking a dead body, according to Lithuania's Petrus Gizulis. Sure, the logic is flawless. <laughs> but the question is, who was the shirtless man <laughs> on the live stream with dear Petrus? Because dear Petrus was having a meeting of the culture committee of the Lithuanian parliament. (laughs) And a shirtless man walked in the background. And I know, look, there's a lot of easy explanations. I walk, you know, when my girlfriend is having Zoom meeting, I walk around the house with my top off sometimes. Sure. Radical, I know, a bit sexual. Sorry, <laughs> but sometimes Very I do walk graphic. around my own home mm-hmm. without a top on. Yeah, and this happens. easily could have been, you know, his son or a family member or a cousin. It could have been anyone. Could it? It could. Oh, okay. And if he'd said any of that, oh. that would have been totally fucking fine. What did he say? <laughs> I need to know. Tell me. <laughs> First, he said it was his son. And I think that was helping him with some computer technology. And I think everyone would have gone, cool. But also, can they check if he has a son? They probably could have checked if it was his son. Maybe that's why he radically decided, oh, no, it's not my son. It's Andrew the Penis. It's the blame. It's Andrew the Penis? 
Tapinus. Tapinus. I like Andrew the penis better. (laughs) That's a great name. A Lithuanian news anchor who's been critical of him. (gasps) Wait. What? And so now Petrus has decided. Hold up, we want. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, because I'm confused. Sense. It doesn't make sense. No, I need. To, no, I think yes. I, maybe you can help me. He who is who is the who has been critical? What? So, a news anchor, like a, a news reader, yeah, has been critical of dear Petrus, but he wasn't the guy in the background. Petrus said, "Oh, that this news reader uh-huh. who's been critical of him, yeah, it was him." He said he he was walking around his house. His whole his defense is this guy who's been criticizing me has been hacking and stalking me, and no, no, he must have hacked to make me look bad, or he's stalking me. And it's totally believable, even though I said it was my son at first, but then maybe realized you guys would know it's not my son. Oh, honey. Suddenly, he no. said, this guy's haunting me for a year and a half now. In your butt. <laughs> what the? Why are you? Why? It's just a fucking great defense. It's just wonderful. I mean, I love oh, it. Oh, yeah, I it's this it guy I hate. It seems very trustworthy. It's so believable. <laughs> it's so-, so believable. Also, can they just come out and be like, like, why are they making it so difficult? The bit that really entertains, confuses, concerns me. Mm. If you think that having gay sex mm-hmm. is the same as fucking a corpse, and you get caught, having gay sex what the fuck have you been doing at the morgue like that is my concern just been having fun after hours you know because there's two options here Mm -hmm. either you're exaggerating to try and take emphasis away from yourself Mm. and sure that's possible Mm -hmm. or you think it's all perverted (laughs) but you're fucking willing to get funky with that shit Mm -hmm. and that i'm not down with Okay. Yeah. With because he's just telling on himself. He is literally yeah. telling on himself yeah. in so many ways. It's like you know what's also fucked up if you like if you like that stuff is the, the dead people you yeah. love them you that's the same. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Thank you for bringing that to my. I attention. saw that a few days after I. How did I not see I, that? I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. Um, wow. On that note, we are. Wait. We have weekly what the fucks. And then I went moving to our weekly what the fucks as well. Oh, I thought you were, isn't this your weekly what the fuck? I mean, that was actually not my, that was just something I'd remembered in the process. Yeah, but now I realize I didn't say, say the sound. So no, I guess we're not officially to weekly what the fuck. And I know you love when I do that. Also, we need a button for it so I don't have to do it every time. It's so funny because people appreciate it it. and you're like, go for it. Just do it. Holding onto the table. Do it. Do it. <laughs> okay. I guess we're going to move on to weekly. What the fuck? Wow, 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 wow. Do you want to go first or? <laughs> uh, you have multiple, right? How many do I you have? I have two. I have two. Oh, okay. I can go first. I... We can make a sandwich. Sure. Let's okay. do that. 
I, I potentially, uh, let's, let's go. Go. Okay. Go. Okay. Go. So we're in Namibia now. Oh, okay. Exciting. Yeah. Love is, to get out there. Yeah. Not allowed to travel right now. So this feels like radical. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Man named after Adolf Hitler wins local election. And I, I had to double check this. Like, I'm sorry. What? So Adolf Hitler Unona, Unona mm. was elected. It says last week, but let's be honest now. It's like three weeks ago <laughs> as a counselor for the Umpundia constituency and one with 85% of the votes, which is what, what a, what a win. Impressed. Very impressive. Yeah. He wants to assure everyone that he has no plans for world domination. <laughs> also, this man looks so nice. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, no, it's fine. Um, so, and just going to ask the question that should be asked. Why the fuck is he called Hitler? So his dad, <laughs> his dad named him after Hitler. And um, uh, Uona says that he probably didn't understand what Hitler stood for <laughs> when, he, when he gave him that name. Um and Adolf, I mean, it's a name with some power. It has some, uh, well... I have a very visceral reaction to it. Word. So... Yeah. You remember him. I, you would definitely remember him. Nothing but, positive. No. But... You instantly would think... Who's to say you can't name your child genital herpes? Or, <laughs> I mean, people call their children Tinnifer, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same. Genital herpes. <laughs> Tinnifer, genital herpes, and Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler, no, rather. genital Tinnifer okay. herpes. That's not, that's the name. I, okay, well, yeah. so, but Adolf is actually, like many, uh, like, German first names, it's very normal uh, in the country, because it was a German colony. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So, you know, Adolf it's the, it's has the Hitler some... Bit that's the problem. It's not It the, is. It yeah. is also the combination of the Adolf and yeah. Hitler, I would say. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. But, hey, didn't hold him back. Look at him now, bitch. He's fine. He, sho- he showed yeah. those people. I don't know who, but he, he, he said, you know what? It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Now to yours. So. Yes. Uh... Uh, two options, dark or stupid. We're going to go with dark first, so we can end on stupid. more stupid. <laughs> um, this one developed while the time I'm has glad passed. some of us did. Okay, good. Uh, we're in Stockholm. Okay. And woman arrested on suspicion of holding son captive mm. yep. 28 years in Stockholm <laughs> flats. It's so horrifying. But did you see the update? What's the update? So, uh, for anyone who didn't hear about this the first time, Mm -hmm. a woman was arrested a... So, the man... She had a man in her apartment who apparently, it appeared, was unable to get out, had been locked in Mm. for an extended period of time, for 28 years. So long. He was discovered by a relative... I think, I believe it's his sister. The initial reports didn't say anything, but his sister discovered him. How did she not? 28 years? Yeah. 
Not like it's not her fault, obviously, but it's like how do you not? How do you go on not knowing yeah. for all these people in the like whoever is close to them? Yeah. Sorry, keep going. So <laughs> this is awful. Uh, he was in a very bad way. He had had wounds on his body. It seemed like the home hadn't been cleaned in years. Mm. Um, he was discovered where while his mother was in hospital, and a relative managed to get into the flat, and she found the man lying on the floor covered in sores. Mm. According to reports, she pulled him out of school when he was twelve and kept him inside ever since. Here's the thing. The update was she's no longer suspected of locking him up. What? For 28 years. Why? None of this adds up. <clears throat> Apparently, they couldn't find any evidence that a crime has been committed by the woman. What? The home stank of urine, dirt, and dust. And but that's it his was fault. Horrible. What? But they can't say he had no teeth, sores on his legs, and his speech was slurred. But they are not able to prove that she was keeping him there against his will it may just be two hoarders one of whom is the son of the other i don't know that's it was fucked up oh shit uh so it sounds like a horrible situation or anything he wasn't like he wasn't chained Mm. he's just there can Which I do to something? To me, sounds like psychological abuse, but hey, it no sounds horrible. Yeah, it's just that the microphone thing is like so on the edge that I need to just like put it like one centimeter my way. Because if noise. you, if I know, but if for some reason it went a little but over, it but it's, the whole it's, thing it's would, rubberized. Well, you have nice big hand gestures sometimes. It could, stay calm. I'm sorry, but I need to focus, and I can't if that's the. Okay. <laughs> Like, Luna was having a panic because <laughs> I, I not put it too close to the edge, and she didn't know if she could cope with it. But you know when something is so close to the edge, and the you're microphone just has been there for, for the last seventy minutes. Trust me, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what, so you've not I was listened like, to I anything. Can, I can get past it. I can get past no, it. But seventy minutes in, we're what, like five minutes from the end, and you were like, <laughs> "We have to talk." About the microphone's placement. <laughs> I cannot cope. You are treating me worse than this man who's been locked up for 28 oh years. God. Let's talk it about was, the real issue, David. Let's talk about where the microphone is and not this fucking prisoner in his own home. Oh my God. I just, I just needed it to be done so that nothing bad happened. Okay. And because that would have been more disruptive like if your microphone were to, you know, be pushed over the edge. She's crazy. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> I bet a lot of people crazy. listen right now and can super relate to, you know, when I mean, they can't even see. You so the concept tell, of. But you cannot tell me that when something is like standing The microphone on wasn't the even edge, that close to the edge, guys. It was literally. It was li- on absolutely the edge not. Of uh, from, the table. Okay, maybe from your angle, it might have looked like that. It was a centimeter in. It was not. Absolutely. It was, was not. Lies. Anyway, okay. What were you. <laughs> I will fight you. I will fight you, sir, but we shouldn't because, you know. Socially distanced. Yes. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> last story. Oh, mine? Yes. Okay. Man dresses as Buddy the Elf to meet and sing to his dad for the first time. 
So, Doug Henning dressed up as Buddy before meeting his biological dad. He even started I, singing the um, song Will Ferrell sings. What? Okay, Buddy is... I've never seen Elf. Oh my God. Let's not, let's not start this. Let's just, for anyone who hasn't seen it. <laughs> it's fine, say it's fine. Buddy is a character yes. in the movie Elf. Yes. Okay. It is Will Ferrell playing an, a, an elf that is a human. Yeah. But he is raised amongst elves. Yes. And he goes to New York to find his real dad. Ah. Because he finds out that. Okay. That's, that's very man. relevant co- context then. So Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Please continue. Yes. Uh, also, it's a great movie. You have to watch it. Um, I won't, but yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas movies aren't my thing after... I get it. I watched I, Love Actually, and that made oh, me go... No, yeah, but no. Uh, I'm never ever in my life going to watch another Christmas movie, because everyone says this one's so great, and it is literally worse than cancer. Going to put it out there? It is a crime It is not my favorite movie it's either. Also, it does not age well. It is just... It, yeah. Saying it doesn't age well suggests it was good when it came out. <laughs> it's trash. That's it's the fair. worst movie in history. What don't you like about it? Literally everything. Okay, that's fair. What? Okay, the but, only way oh. love actually makes sense to me uh-huh. is if it's made by, like... A writer director who have made a bunch of rom coms, which they have, uh-huh. who's realized, being through a horrific divorce, realized that, like, they've so full of hatred mm-hmm. that they want to deliver to the world this is what love actually is. It's <laughs> just people who fucking hate each other, yeah. who happen to be near each other, who, who try to steal their best friend's girlfriend. Nothing about it is love. Be, yeah, it's, Not a single couple in that is in love. <laughs> Not a single one. The only one that's even close to being in love mm. is the porn couple. They're super cute. I like those. Yeah, they're the I only ones. I like that ones. couple. That's a good, yeah. Do you want to go true. through one? By, okay, so there's the woman whose husband is cheating on her. And oh, the conclusion of Emma the story Thompson is... and Ellen Rickman, I... The conclusion is what? She accepts it. She doesn't get the jewelry and she goes, oh, I'll still welcome him back at the... Is at that this, how it ends? I don't remember. Is that abs- he, she she welcomes him, him back anything? at the end of his trip when they're doing the Christmas in the airport thing. And she, she, she gets no conclusion. Yeah, no, fuck that. There's the woman who gets rejected because she looks after her autistic brother instead of being fun like everyone else. Yeah. She doesn't... What? There's <laughs> the kid whose mum dies. Yeah. And then he forms an unhealthy obsession with a girl at school. Yeah, yeah. Which no. is encouraged Ugh. by his stepfather. Yeah. Who... Just to be clear, in case anyone thinks it's not an unhealthy obsession. Yeah. Same name as his dead mum. Yes, not great. That's pretty fucking... Oh, yeah, Joanna. That's true. Fucked. I think I can sum this movie up very, very well. <clears throat> it's basically... I'm not done. Oh, the Prime we... <laughs> Minister... The Prime Minister has an assistant who gets sexually harassed yeah. by the President of the United States. What happens as a conclusion... He fires her. Also, everyone consistently makes jokes about how she's fat, even though she's a fucking million miles away from fat. And that's as a conclusion, yeah. after she's been fired, he turns up at her house, which presumably he got from private HR records, mm-hmm. you fucking creep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then says, 
Also, oh, he's her is, boss. He's her boss who fired her for being sexually but so harassed. so much better than the president. goes but- and harasses her. Oh, God. Or, oh, no, maybe you mean the one where he falls in love with the woman he never talks to. Because we all know the best kind of woman is one who never speaks, who also has a fat sister that's apparently hilarious. Also, you, yeah, of course. What, what do you have, a, a, a rom-com without a fat sister? How's, how's that going No one would want to marry that? her. No. That's it. <laughs> love Actually, not a, the porn couple is the only one that's even close to anything that's not just a fucking horror show. That's true. You should just watch Four Weddings and a Funeral twice yeah. and then but never the, watch Love Actually again. And the whole premise, like the whole like just, which is the premise of a lot of horrible, quote unquote, romantic movies is the just never stop harassing them. Just always go after what you want, even though the person that you're going after has explicitly told you no. Just keep going because you like that person. So never give up. And also... Oh my god. I I uh, I I can't believe we still make these movies. Yeah. And then people say it's so great. Yeah. Hey, Such I was talking about Buddy the Elf. Christmas rom-com. Remember that? <laughs> it's Fuck your Christmas rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your Christmas rom-com. Fuck Buddy the Elf. No, I'm sorry. Fuck Buddy Apparently the Elf. Buddy is oh a lovely god. person. Fuck Buddy the Elf. That's yeah, great. That's that nice. should be the porn version. Oh, it probably is. If I if I can think it It's a thing. <laughs> I mean, Probably. it's not the rule. Yeah. So fuck Buddy the Elf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. So yes, he dressed up as Buddy uh, before he was going to meet his biological dad. And he sings the song that Will Ferrell sings because they think that he is in 30 Rock to like be the, because he's dressed as an elf. So they're yeah. like, haha, are you going to sing for us? And have this singing telegram, <clears throat> and he's confused. <clears throat> Sorry. And he's like, I'm here with my dad, and, and we never met, and he wants me to sing a song. And it's all very weird, and he's very, like, awkward. <laughs> and he's, he's saying this at his father, and, uh, and he said, when I came out of the airport, yeah, he probably thought I was a lunatic. Uh, but it was a really good icebreaker. Was father a big fan like if never seen happened, the movie yeah okay <laughs> if this happened to me having never seen the movie i'd be like uh yeah i got a bad one let's pop him back in and try again he did not know the movie he was very confused but he did um like he didn't get the joke because he didn't he hadn't watched it but he yeah. did give him a very big hug Uh, and there's a video you can see it, and he's like, ah, "Okay," and but it is kind of heart heartwarming, and yeah. yeah, the confusion is real. But I think also it's very overwhelming to meet your son for the first time. And uh, but I think I mean, if if a person that well then that I would have given birth to many years ago uh, popped up, and the first time I met that person, that person was dressed as Buddy. I'll be like, yeah, that's my kid. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. I see the family resemblance. the The lunacy is real. So, I just thought that was really cute. I that think is very cute. That, what an effort, like to dress as Buddy the Elf, and also because what a vulnerable situation to meet your your father, your biological father, for the first time, and you have the guts. To dress up and sing this weird because you feel a connection to this movie and you want to break the ice, I think that's brilliant in some way. 
because what is the right way to do this meeting? And I don't know. I kind of fucking love it. (laughs) I appreciate the effort. I think it's, I mean, I think there's such a thin line between bravery and stupidity, but when it's wholesome, it just all feels like bravery. That's the thing. No, I applaud it. I don't see the stupidity of it. I think, what? yeah, no, I just think uh, it's brave. ruin or help. I don't know. It's an entertaining little story. Bring it, bring it. Now that we're in such a wholesome place and we're thinking about unity and, you know, everyone coming together. Mm. Let me help with a story about being united. Oh no, dude, what are you going to do? As you know, I love stories about small city councils doing dumb things. Mr. Pineapple, that was a great... Oh, Mr. Pineapple. The cleaner who won the mayoral ship, mayorship. Sure. Yeah, that the cleaner the who became mayor in and got Russia. a ship apparently. That's great. Uh, and I saw this and it just made me giggle. Milton City Council members offended by word "united" to welcome newcomers. So, because of football or Milton, <laughs> what is the problem? <laughs> I don't get it. Milton is a city. I didn't even look at what stay it. It's from the Pensacola News Journal. I don't know where Pensacola is. I've heard that before. I have to. I think isn't it Groundhog. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, maybe. Um, my mother's just calling. Mom, get out of here. Um, so <laughs> they've decided in this city. They were talking a lot about creating a mural. Mm. We've already touched on Corona this episode, and that's, you know, technically one banned topic. So we're going to just have a little... Technically, this is a second banned topic. But, you know, as a response to Black Lives Matter, Milton City Council... This should not be a banned topic. too popular, you know... No, I say Corona and Trump are the... They're the no-nos. No big stories. That's the rule, okay? (laughs) How we define big story is... Dependent. You brought Corona today, so you can't say it's a hard rule against it, can you? I didn't bring Corona. You corona I, sex, I, and that counts as Corona. corona well, that <laughs> Corona orgies still count now that are not just a, a little bit related to Corona because I agree, but that's it's kind of Corona the point time, of the bitch. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Oh, anyway, yeah, we're gonna have a little bit of you know City Council Black Lives Matter. So, yes. Uh, Activists requested permission to paint a Black Lives Matter mural on a city street. And that was not granted, but they did decide to have an art cube that would have messages of unity and love and Black Lives Matter on the official city art cube. That's nice. However, the city council was divided over putting the word united on the city (laughs) art cube. There were several weeks of debating. Over um, this word? And the council came to a decision in November to put a welcome to Milton, a united community sign on the cube in part of the debate of what art to put on there. However, half of the council who were present took issue with the word united. I don't understand any of this. Howard Steele... What is the... Okay, so what's the argument behind that? Howard Steele... 
I've read this article 17 times and I'm still confused. Howard Steele, a Milton resident, spoke to the council and said he was vehemently opposed to the term united community being used to describe the city of Milton. Steele said the word, by definition, was loaded with political connotations and not appropriate to describe the diverse political viewpoints in the city of Milton. I think definitions are important. In this case, especially since we're talking about a political body, the city of Milton and the council, I think the more appropriate definition of the word united is being joined together politically. It's dying So I oppose the use of the word united when it is used to describe the city of Milton. Can these people just die already? Like, I'm sorry, but we need... I can't... I don't... Look, a lot of people were apparently very angry. I mean, the town name is Milton, so I do understand that there is a a kind of um, connotation, you know, to a very old (laughs) white guy, which is apparently probably this man. Yeah. I write on... He... I... When I read what he's saying, Mm -hmm. he sounds... Not the other ones. The other ones sound very angry at Black Lives Matter. Like, there's an... Kim McCarthy says... It's not the same word that it was a year ago. <laughs> I don't like the word right now, and I don't trust it because I don't like how it's being used. She sounds like a dickhead. But this All these guy, boomers, I just the first guy sounds like he's saying, "Ah, uh, we have lots of different political viewpoints, and that's good. So we shouldn't lie about it by saying you." He sounds like he's taking a weird, esoteric political, like philosophical point. Mm. And somehow he's made it into the news along with a bunch of (laughs) fucking weirdos. (laughs) I don't get this. Anyway, it just, I felt like in this, if this is, if we can't work out how to record next week, and this is our final episode of 2020, I thought it would be an entertaining note to end on the failure to agree on saying united but at least he's honest because what he stands for is obviously disruption and you know (laughs) oppression so he's at least he's like i mean i I guess i have to own it i'm definitely not for being united and i would maybe say that if you're in that situation maybe you should reconsider why you're in public governance like why what are you this is i was just a member of the public i don't know why the on the actual council vote, uh, the majority of councillors were in favour, but several of them, due to coronavirus restrictions, were not in the room and therefore not their vote was not allowed to count. They were only allowed to express their opinion. Okay. So it was a tiebreaker. And the mayor said, we should put United on the cube. So guys, Good for we you. are going to be united. <laughs> Everything's okay. Everybody's super on the board. Our cube will land... <laughs> In early 2021, when everything's going to be better again. Yeah, we're gonna sure. Go it's going to be magically better. As soon as January, the year changes. Yeah, oh, isn't it exciting? It's going to be perfect. It's just going to be like Never Narnia. again. Yeah. On that no, happy, wholesome note. We have a whole episode more. I mean, <laughs> there's, a ch- there's a good chance that we squeeze in an episode or two more. Uh, but are we not going to talk about the the... Sorry, it was the end of our what? It's, I, <laughs> no, there's so there's so, 
Oh my god, you thought we just did the whole thing. I mean, we can say that. Oh, the music is nice. <laughs> can we just let that be? Oh, we... I, I think it's the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well... What a professional ending. This is very smooth. Yeah, this is... We have uh, this shit covered. We will let you know what's going to happen, how we're going to record, if it's going to work. I Thank you for being patient with us and thank you for showing us so much love because yes. I've received a bunch of messages yes. about like, where is the podcast? No, and we need it and I get it and I'm very flattered and it's very nice and we're trying. Yes. So thank you for being patient. We're so happy you're listening and that you want to keep listening. That means a lot. And um, we'll let you know what happens. Yes. We expect to have another episode, but it will depend on the band topic. <laughs> <laughs> and the restrictions in Copenhagen. Yeah. So, otherwise, we will see you in 2021. And, uh, yeah. When everything will be better. Sure. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah,